Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. Wednesday, 16th of December, 2015. Oh. It's one of my best friend's birthdays today. Happy birthday, Bertie. Happy birthday, Mel. I think. Oh, I think it's the 16th, yeah. Well, that is the worst start to a no, 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 podcast. No, 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 no. Happy birthday, Mel. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mel. Guess what? I could probably even sing Happy Birthday. No. I know, but I could probably could because it's no longer, um, according to law, uh, in it's now in the public domain. Mm. So sucked into all those people that made millions of dollars off it for all that time. You can't make millions of dollars off it anymore. And if you don't know what I'm family? talking about, I'm going to post a link to it because it's a fascinating and brilliant thing and I love the independent filmmaker who turned it all around for us. But it was just a family that owned two, the rights. Two, yeah, yeah. I think it was two sisters or something owned the rights to Happy Birthday and mm. gouged everybody for years. How like, can you own the rights? Did they write it or they bought the rights? Yeah, no, they no, they wrote it, I'm pretty sure. They claimed that they wrote it. And then this independent filmmaker did some research. Turns out they didn't write it. Turns out it's been around for centuries, no longer in the public domain. So, they've been living off the fat of a lie. Is there anything worse than the song? Oh, here we go. No, seriously. Heard that for a while, yeah. In all jokes aside, mm. <laughs> in this segment, in all jokes aside. <laughs> I like the new segment. It sounds really fun, Stu. Yeah. Is there anything worse than the song Happy Birthday? And mm. as a little, uh, what do you call it? Addendum. Addendum, I think, mm. yes. As an addendum <laughs> to that uh very positive statement. Yeah. Adults singing happy birthday to other adults. It is the most disgusting. I might have been, <clears throat> might be on record as saying this. I think you are on record. It is the most disgusting experience and most, it, it is. Disgusting. Well, you know, you, you sometimes look at the human race and go, oh, you people. Oh, the those bastards with their joy. No, it's not even joyful. It is, it's like no, the look, lobotomy, lobotomy will, class are trying to learn a song. I will give you this. It is a terrible song and it is in a terrible key that nobody can sing in and that means that lots of people just pick their own note to start on and it's just it's never going to sound good together it's just never going to sound good however the instinct to sing people happy birthday is about going look shut up we're celebrating you i don't even care you're getting it sung to you. But it actually causes, from a personal point of view, it actually causes me um, anxiety. I know. I, I know it does. You're hilarious. I know it does. My... Like parents. Oh, no. And my, an auntie. Could, like, if we, if, if I say, let's go, all right, if you want to see me, sure, okay, well, I understand. Let's go to this restaurant. Oh, if you want to see me, I will deign to be in your presence, I guess. So please don't try singing mm. to me. How dare you? No, it's just embarrassing. joy onto me. I know what it is. I understand. It's sickening. Oh, wow. The happy birthday. In fact, you know just what? thinking about it is making me angry. I know it is. God, look at your steely eyes. Mm. My um, parents, and I'm very disappointed that I somehow lost this, once left me a sensational voice message, which was them singing happy birthday, the two of them like idiots singing. Mm. But they were doing like, they, <laughs> it was really funny and I wish I could, I wish I had it to mm. convince you that you can turn happy birthday into like idiotic buffoonery. No, it's already idiotic. But just completely like they were doing special harmonies on the high notes and like being complete idiots with it. And that is how to go, 
you know, where it's it's the thing that you do on your birthday, we're going to use it. Most people you. aren't creative enough. And they, they're going to sing you stock standard happy birthday. Oh, my God. And, uh, I would. You don't you know, even look, like people not, wishing you a happy birthday, though. But I'm not really up for, That's not true. I'm not really up for censorship. Oh, I thought it was. But I am happy for that song to mm. become like, you know, uh, a, a, like they have in, say, North Korea, um, band texts or um, rock and roll music. Well, that's more of Russia. Yeah, that was blue jeans. Po- Polish. <laughs> <laughs> the rock and roll music and bull jeans. <laughs> well, I would happily mm. have a happy birthday become an outlawed, uh, like a protest song or a rebel song in this country. So if you were caught singing it, you'd be shot on sight, <laughs> legally, by anyone. And, uh, so if I was walking past a restaurant, I like, people... that you, I like that you think this is about the song Happy Birthday and not about your repression about the, what your birthday or like something that happened to you one time or the fact that you just don't like – there is something in it that you don't like people insisting on you doing something, you know, in a conventional way. Think about it. Because it's, it, that's what it is. It's insisting. It's imposing upon you. Oh, my God, he is so annoyed. You can, you, I wish you could see his face. Um, I'm going to shut my eyes because then I will just f- forget that you hate everything about life. Um, forget. <laughs> Stuart. Are, what's the, what are they called? Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. Spaghetti. Mm. Yes. Yeah. If anybody knows Tim and Eric, uh, then they know that. Can you, can you link up Tim and Eric Spaghetti? Please, in, in honour yes. of the great guys being in town tonight for their show at the Art Centre. I just said to Stuart before, by the way, and for those of you who don't know Tim and Eric or Spaghetti, <laughs> I said to Stu before, oh, you're one of those people, I understand now. Mm. Because for years, Stuart has said to me, the comedy festival's not funny, nothing's funny, I can't don't find things funny. <laughs> there was one guy funny about two years ago, remember, uh, what's his name, the big cheesy tall guy? Saw him in a showcase. He was talking about um, Celine Dillon. Oh yeah, no, his mum's favourite singer I, was Celine Dillon. You are see your sense of humour. This is what I was just saying before: is how do you and I? Well, okay, how do you make me laugh so much? And yet, your taste in comedy, I just it brings. It's I got nothing. I just, it is those He was completely, talking about pizza shop. I know. Then, I understand. I, I can see what Tim and Eric are doing. I find it so unfunny. And I know that's the point. <laughs> oh, that's the point. You don't get it. That's like, not the point. It's actually supposed to be funny. Sort of. But in that, but it is, but only because it's not. You know what I mean? It's that sort of comedy. And everybody, this is very, it's very, it's that kind of comedy that's kind of been fashionable for years now where lots of people say, oh, no, but you, you, you either get it or you don't, and no, you obviously don't. I think everybody should get it. Get it. Oh, look, what you, I know you like the hello, matron. Hello, nurse. Huh? What is going on? Clean the bedsheets in table four. Okay, matron. Wow. <laughs> What's happening now? Well, that's the sort You're of doing comedy a, you the goon you, show. You've got like repeats of that in your head. Is that right? Hello, is sergeant. That right? Hello, soldier. Do you know how Hello, many soldier. comedy festival shows I've seen in my life? <laughs> 4,000 million. Well, who would be your favourite comedian? I, that's the thing. I don't really have... Name one. Name one. Name a comedian that you enjoy the work of. <sighs> and not not in the last four years type. Huh? Not in the last four years. Yeah, so... Um, Maria Bamford? No, no, no. Not a name her. Why not? 
No, no. I'm you're just, allowed, well, are you, you get to filter mine, do you? No, no, no. How about no, this? No, no. You're not allowed of to the, like the Tim and Eric batch. either. Yeah, I don't care. What do you mean? Maria Bamford's famous. Within the comedy scene. Oh, my God. All right. Um, I liked Louis C.K. He's, I do still like him. He's got some major, <laughs> major problems uh, from my perspective now that I know a few things. But I think his comedy is like pretty sturdy. All right. <clears throat> um, I well, mainstream. If you go and see Pajama Men show, I like them. Uh, they're idiots, but they're. It's not mainstream. It's not mainstream. Um, who's mainstream, Stu? What am I? I'm supposed to say Seinfeld or something. Arj Barker. Uh, well, fine. Arj is a nice guy. But I'm not <laughs> – it's not like I don't go, oh, my God, i got to go and see him. Yeah. I, you know what? David Sedaris, he's not a comedian. But I, if I'm reading a David Sedaris, like a funny David Sedaris book – Guaranteed, I'll have shoulder-shaking giggles. Speaking of funny, <clears throat> Lauren Clark, you were a part of a book earlier this year. Yes. Uh, the World's 25 Funniest Women, I think it was called. It wasn't called that. And yeah. uh, you were selected to uh, contribute. <laughs> it was contribute. not called that, but yeah. And it was called, was it called? She's Having a Laugh. Yeah, the, the musings of the world's 25 funniest women. Mm, yeah. So anyway, the reason that was very fortuitous you brought that up because um, the fact you were in that book because – I didn't uh, bring that up. You slid it in. I didn't say any such thing. Because it makes for a great Christmas gift, but mm. I read your bit last night. Mm. And you just came in this morning and said, um, I'm in a terrible mood. I don't know why. <laughs> Everything's the worst. Life sucks. P.S. I hate comedy. The only thing I like is Tim and Eric. I didn't say anything of that. But, uh, yeah, I read your bit. Yours right. and Ginger's as instructed. Ginger, Ginger Rogers. <laughs> Ginger Briggs. Yes. Ginger Briggs' piece was a, is a got you between the eyes, didn't it? It was lovely. Can you link to those bits? No, because they're in a book. They're not in a They've got internet. to be online in a PDF. No, or... I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Um, anyway, uh, yes. I'd highly recommend it be in the sale bins now. Uh, oh, Stuart, you really know how to sell something. She's don't having you? a laugh. The world's 25 a... favourite funny women. And... Uh, <laughs> So not called that. Actually, not called that. That's what I need to put. This book is not called that. Yeah. But, it's, <laughs> but actually, a, it's a good read. We should say it's not necessarily – It's not. that's a total uh, misdirection in terms of what the book is because – You're all just cracking wise. No, well, the fact is like mm. neither Ginger's nor mine are particularly supposed to be hilarious, right? It's not supposed to be necessarily funny. The, point, the brief was – this is a book about comedy. There are pieces in there that are about like why is there still sexism in the comedy world or mm. what is the point, what is the, you know, um, why is there still this uh, are women funny crap that happens mm. every – Yours addresses that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so there are argumentative pieces in there and then there are like flat out this is a funny thing that happened to me once um, – but we were asked to kind of think in a way about the concept of comedy. So mm. it's not necessarily like, you know, here's my best bit about that's that's comedy. What if, if um, <clears throat> our listener bought the book, yeah. would you sign it for them? <laughs> you're so – you're just trying to make me – sure, I'd sign it for Good. them. Would you like me to sign your copy that I gave you? No, I've brought it back to you. No, it's for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Score. It's a present. Actually, do I have one left? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> really? Anyway. Oh, so, I'll, I'll buy one. Along with happy birthday. Yes. For he or she's a jolly good fellow, 
is the perfect accompaniment to that song. Um, it's you, like the des- idiot's dessert. What about but he's a jolly good fellow? Is well, yeah, and it's like, and then you, what, you, what happens at the end? You, you scream. No, you, you scream. Say all of us, and he's a jolly good fellow. Would scream. I can't even remember how it goes now, but it's the worst. Excuse my <laughs> microphone. You know? I've got this tap back. No, nobody can hear that. Oh, really? I don't think so. Maybe they can. Anyway, uh, you know the song Jingle Bells? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking it up because I remember learning this. Um, Jingle Bells is not about <clears throat> Christmas. No, it's it, about uh, Satan. What do you mean? Santa. Santa. No, it's not about Santa. It was written and it's about like, it's originally written for American Thanksgiving. It's been claimed that it was originally written to be sung by a Sunday school choir. However, historians dispute this saying it was much too racy to be sung by a children's church choir in the days it was written. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, over hills we go, <laughs> laughing all the way, something or other in there, and Satan's wearing undies. I think it's about like picking <laughs> I think it's about picking up chicks and cruising around in a... I, I really do think... I'm not kidding. I think that's what the... Origins. So a fat man in a red suit being driven around by reindeers is cruising around, what, Iceland picking up chicks. Something like that. Yes. Uh, jingle Santa's bells were often used as a drinking song at parties. People would jingle the ice in their glasses as they sang. The double meaning of upsot was thought humorous. I don't even know what that is. And, I don't know what uh, the first meaning of it is. I know, exactly. <laughs> and a sleigh ride gave an unescorted couple a rare chance to be together unchaperoned in distant woods or fields with all the opportunities that afforded. I don't understand. Basically. Get it on in the bush. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there you go. So now if we go to a bar and we're jingling our ice, it means we're trying to uh, lure someone into our sleigh. Uh Uh-huh. Into the bush. Nice, right? Oh, no, that's not nice. Why? I don't know. Lure someone into the bush doesn't seem. Yeah, it does. It has connotations. (laughs) But if if you're a, a, what do you call it, a a willing participant in his bush ride. Consenting adult. Yeah. Yeah. You can jingle uh, your bells all you like. You can go jingle bells, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Well, we've uh, look after trawling and bashing our way through the <laughs> entertainment jungle. At least we got to something at the end <laughs> that resembled a fact. That resembled a fact and maybe, maybe. something interesting. Maybe potentially. Mm. Stupid. Mm-hmm. That's a better song. That. Uh, at least makes more sense in uh, Jingle, not Jingle Bells, Happy Birthday. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? For he's a jolly good If fellow. we do um, summer thing again, we're going to do a summer series, aren't we? Starts next Ooh. Monday. Great. Monday, this Monday, coming up, the next one. Yeah. Holy moly, it's 21st. summer. How exciting. Yeah. So, reason I say is that I'm looking forward to whatever our new segment is going to be. That is like stupidly bins or what was the summer one we had last time where there was, there we had a little summer segment that was was instead of what's in your phone. Oh, don't get burnt. No. It (laughs) It was not don't get burnt. Our consumer segment. I would like to to just let listeners who were not there for last year know that uh, we did not have a segment called don't get burnt. Anyway, we'll think of it? it. Why? It was we're not reviving it. No, but I'm saying we need one. We, is what you're saying? I'm looking forward to whatever it's going to be. We should think of one. 
Do we have a What like do a, you need over summer? What do you need? Like a nice cool drink? Maybe it could be a nice, nice cool drink. Well, uh, just bring in a cocktail book and read a cocktail every day. No, that is lazy No, well, that's definitely what I was thinking. That's what they do on radio. Oh, my God. That's not remotely what I was thinking. Right. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss. Sure. Um, what's in your phone? Well, Lauren Clark, mm-hmm. uh, quite often you make outlandish statements uh, that I correct <laughs> and fix up uh, factually and otherwise. But we oh, uh, were talking the other day <laughs> um, yes. about the Tigers. No. We were talking about how we don't uh, – humans don't kill each other and you said maybe we should be – no, humans do kill each other and you said maybe we should be more like tigers. All they do is eat each other or something like that. And then you said they don't eat each other, they eat zebras. No, I didn't. Yes, you you did. did. You anyway, said it, my dear. But it, David has emailed us. I didn't correct you David, because I'm not a nerd like this person you're about to discuss. Yes. That, what you mean talking about David Smarty Pants Bibby. I am talking about David Smarty Pants Bibby. Who emailed us. Yes. Uh, in the subject line was fact check. So he's... Uh, Classic. He's gone out fighting. He's, he's come at us like the ABC. Yeah. <laughs> and the message simply reads, Tigers very rarely, and then in, uh, in quotation marks, Take down a zebra. That is what you said. <laughs> you said the, a well, tiger will take down a zebra. Me. Living yes. on different co- continents, it's slightly prohibitive. <laughs> it gives me a little winky smile emoji. I got to say, I like him. Uh, when, when I saw that email, I did lol. Thanks also for keeping us all up to date on the work of Pastriccio Coluni, which uh, <laughs> we currently have George Clooney's uh, lawyers uh, <laughs> speaking to our lawyers about the. Uh, Tarnishing his wife's reputation. Yeah. Now, all right, fine. So as we worked out, so, tigers eat snakes. Everyone knows that. <laughs> and so we apologise to anyone out there who were like telling their children. Because, like, I mean, I, I'd imagine a lot of adults listen to this mm. and then pass on the factoids Definitely. to their children. Oh, of so course. So then the kids have gone off to school and said, you know tigers eat zebras? Yeah. And uh, so there's going to be a lot of... Uh, Misinformation. Misinformation. Might so, take generations to correct that kind of thing matter. too. Tigers eat snakes <laughs> or <matter>. eagles. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> snakes or eagles and sometimes fish. That's how, Well, you know what? If tigers – this is a fact actually. Mm-hmm. If tigers mm. didn't try and eat eagles, the whole of Africa mm-hmm. would be overrun by tigers because the only way a tiger can die is leaping for an eagle and it, fall, it goes over a cliff. <laughs> That is, in fact, a fact you can take to school today, children. Ah, yes. Very yeah. good, Stuart. Or if the snake it's eaten isn't still alive and bites its belly. Good. Thank you. Good. So <laughs> Dr. Good. Harry Farrell. And then we should say uh, Valet Harry Butler, who passed away during the week. Ah. And uh, he had, a little, I think, a bit of a battle with cancer, but he was in his 80s. Well-known. Oh. Um, so I'll just slurp then. Well-known, uh, you know, uh, conservationist and uh, animal mm. cat, so um, <laughs> animal so cat. to speak. He would have loved no. that description. No, he would have, I'm So sure. Harry passed away this week and he would have uh, backed me up with my uh, how tigers die theory. He would have uh, blanked, blank stared you and wondered what's Another conservationist blank stares me. No wonder I hate trees so much. <laughs> That's it. Time to go, Lauren Clark. That is. Well, you're in a lovely mood and I look forward to it um, well, I was. improving Int. tomorrow. You've cheered me up. <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, we will see you tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Thursday. Yeah, I'm, I'm a day ahead of myself this week. Same. Yesterday I was trying to call Thursday. Yeah, same. Yeah. And f- tomorrow I keep thinking it's Friday. Uh, fascinating. I will see you tomorrow on the actual day of Thor. I'll let you know uh, all about, uh, what's he's called? Um, uh, Tim and Eric. 
What? Him? Tim and Eric. Going to see them in Melbourne, Australia Oh, Tim Australia and Eric. Tonight. I thought you said you, you were going to let us know about turmer- turmeric. It's like, oh, oh yes, well, that's the, interesting. Uh, Thursday turmerics. <laughs> and what to, do, what to do with turmeric this Thursday? The turmeric segment of yeah. the show. Well, it's, it's no one else, does it? You know what? I know one thing about turmeric. Do you know what? What do you know about turmeric? That's a fact. And if you rub it on your skin, it, it gets rid of uh, lesions. Does it really? Don't know. <laughs> You're an idiot. No. If you eat lots of turmeric, good for your memory. Oh, okay. Good for your memory. Remember um, that. Also, don't forget that. Yeah. Speaking of don't forgetting, mm. uh, the first load of uh, T-shirts go in the mail today. <gasps> so if you're wanting a T-shirt, email us because we're in the you big pre-Christmas have rush. Been, I had to go email somebody yesterday and Mm-mm. follow up the fact that you wrote to them and said, you're an idiot and you've got a dumb name. Love from Lauren. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I'm just gonna, I think you know that uh, person. A thousand of dollars. She was also keeping herself amused. I will have words. Actual Lauren. Yes. I had to. I had to write, write from actual Lauren because it it is not clear in email that you are not the person well, writing this, the email. This so you have to be careful. Us and said, oh, oh, oi, what's the account name? And I said, don't know, don't need it. Nobody else needs an account name. Get your freaking act together, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> yes, yes, I know what you did. You wrote from me in a very rude, <laughs> snappy nana to a listener you know what? who didn't deserve it and who now thinks that I'm some kind of... I can guarantee you that person doesn't. I know the person, so I would not have done right, it to right. someone I've not met yet in the flesh. Yeah, that's that's where you draw the line, is it? Writing, flesh meat. Writing from me is fine, just not in that way. All right, hey, Stu Farrell, we got to go. <sighs> Uh, if people want to find us, they can find us on Facebook and Twitter and online. Just look for Stupidly Big. They can also go to the iTunes page, give us a review or a rating, or... P.O. Box, 1436 Fitzroy, 9368. Christmas cards, most welcome. Ah, oh, that's true. Those are Tuesdays to send because then we don't read our Christmas cards during the summer series. Don't we? No. <laughs> this is a policy we've got. Uh, all right. Well, we look forward to all of our Christmas cards that you're going to send in the next two days. Today. <laughs> in other words, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Stu Farrell, talk to you tomorrow. Radio. Bye-bye.